This is episode 36 of Parenting 2.0, The Focused Mindset. Today, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Usually, I put out a normal podcast with my beginning, and my goal was to launch a series on communication. But we're going to take a minute and stop and recognize some of the things that have happened this week in my country, in the United States, where I live. And the people in my community, my state, and all over the United States, and many people around the world watched as social unrest hit our White House, and it's caused a lot of feelings in so many. I know for me, it just kind of froze me. I was frozen for a bit. And I decided to go ahead and take a minute, take a brain break, and take a look at my own Facebook And I ran across a post that absolutely moved me by my friend, Kara Lubin. Now, Kara Lubin is a friend of mine that I haven't actually talked to in person for years, but I used to work with her at McKinley Elementary in Corona, California, and she was the, um, the special ed teacher at that time. And I have to tell you, she was my daughter's very favorite teacher. When you went into her room to get extra added help, she allowed you to take off your shoes on the way in. It was the most comfortable, supportive, uh, cheerful environment, and she was the best cheerleader for the kids. And we also had offices right next to each other, so many times we got to chat and talk. And she also is the founder of the 100 Mile Club, which any of you that may have seen kids running around with shirts that say 100 Mile Club... That means that they're at a school that runs and every mile that they get, they get awarded for and their goal is to reach 100 miles. It's it's amazing. I love it. With all of how much I love health and fitness, I just think it's great. Anyway, I haven't talked to Kara, like I said, in a long time. But when I was taking a minute to myself on January 6, 2021, I came across her post. She says, today has been a hard day to stomach. As an educator and child advocate, how will I talk about all of this with my students? My students, their families, and I are weathering a very challenging time in our history of education and in our nation. A global pandemic keeps us behind a screen, masked and separated. A tumultuous education, political unrest. Where does one begin? Where does it end? We can start here, and then we can talk. And then, she says, to my students, it's not supposed to be this way. Kara Lubin. That was beautiful, and it was exactly what I needed to hear. And people responded. There was uh, one response that said, as a parent, I'm not sure how to explain this to my children. And Kara responded to that parent by posting a great article that I want to share with you guys. It's titled Resources for Responding to the Events of January 6, 2021 by the Catalyst Approach. And I'll leave the link in the show notes if you guys want to see the whole article. And it talks about how we might address this with our kids. It needs to be tender. It needs to be loving, but it should not be ignored. Some of our tendency is to just say, you know what? They're in their own little world. They'll sort it all out. But If they're in a situation where they're seeing images that they don't understand, we've learned from all of the unrest that we've also 
already endured that those things become a part of their memory bank, a part of what's cemented in. And if we don't help them sort that out, they decide on their own. And sometimes they get very confused about human beings in general when you see that kind of violence and confusion. For this very reason, I think it's great that we take a pause, that we take a minute to see how we're feeling and address that in the moment and allow ourselves a minute of, um, of reflection and then regroup and be able to walk forward the very best way that we can in order to be honest, open, and caring to our children. So I'm going to talk about some of the tips in this article, specifically providing words of affirmation. Simply stopping and giving words of affirmation sometimes is the best thing that you can do. And it's the thing that is the furthest from our mind when we're deciding what are we going to say? How are we going to approach this? But how about just saying, I'm here for you. You're not alone. Let's just breathe together. I want you to know you matter. You're important to me. Those kind of comments will open up their ability to feel comfortable and feel heard if they need to talk. And then you can say, do you have any questions? Do you have anything you want to talk to me about? And in those moments, parents, you know your child better than anybody knows them. So you can just stop and be in that moment with them and listen to them. No judgment. Whatever they've heard, whatever they've seen. And trust that when they open their mouth and they have a question, you will have that encouraging word to say to them. And if you don't, it's okay to say, you know what? I don't know. I feel confused like you, but I'm going to find out together and we're going to make it and we're going to keep walking forward. You can be honest like that. You don't even always have to have the answer in these situations. I think One of the key factors is to understand the importance of teaching our kids resilience and continuing to teach our kids resilience time and time again. We want to model resilience and we want to teach it. And what that means is that we know how to walk forward with confidence, thinking about our actions, considering what we're going to do. We don't have to agree or we can even be completely disgusted by the actions of others and we can still stand in our strength and be the person we need to be and learn from it. And our kids will do that if we do that. So we can model that. I know in my community and in the school district I work in, there is already a lot of unrest and opinions around going back to school in person or staying online. The choice was made that we're all going to start the semester online once again, which was something that was up in the air up until just a week ago. So I've had parents reach out to me on email and asking, how can I walk forward with this when my child was so much looking forward to going back to school? And my answer to you is lean on your child's ability to go with the flow like they already have been doing. Look at what they've learned in this last year. Look at how they've learned that amazing skill to go with the flow in the midst of completely unknown times. And that is something to be valued. 
Because when we get too stuck in our ways and stubborn, that can stop our progress in many different ways if we take that into our adult life. You know, I walked into many classrooms virtually this last semester and congratulated them for being the kind of kids that can go with the flow and take one step at a time. And even if something changes, that they can keep walking forward. And I can't tell you how much it made me smile when I saw a little first, second, third, all the way to sixth graders perk up and sit a little taller and listen up like, yeah, I've done that. And they have. They've already, in this last eight months, nine months, learned more about life than some of us learned in our entire childhood, just from basically walking through these new challenges. So congratulate them. Tell them you've already done hard things. We can be flexible. We can do this. And they will. In many cases, it's going to be time to regroup. What better time than the beginning of the year? I know that many, many students and parents were unhappy about the results of the report card. Hey, I'm right there with you. I was not thrilled at my daughter's seventh grade report card, let me tell you. Even in the times when I saw her really trying, the result was so different than what she's ever experienced before. But now is the time to regroup for my family, and it's time to regroup for your family as well. No matter what the report card looks like, it's time for a fresh start. With a fresh start, you sit down and say, what are we going to do in this next semester? What are some of the things you'd like to accomplish? And approach it in um, the most forward-thinking manner that you can. That's also a conversation that you need to have. Whether you're continuing in virtual and that's no surprise to you, or whether you're unable to start in person like you had planned, or whether you uh, are in person and things are just looking a little different, or whether things are exactly the same as they were before Christmas, I encourage you to start fresh and take this opportunity to set new goals and help encourage your child. And I'm going to be doing the same. And not only am I encouraging my child to turn over a new leaf and start things fresh, I'm doing that same thing. Today, in the early morning, I was working out with my fitness trainer, and someone gave her a compliment and said, you're like a beast. You just keep going. You always outwork us. And she said she got advice that she's taken with her, and now I'm going to take it with me right into my parenting in this next semester. She said, if you want them to give 100%, you need to give 300%. So it's also time for you to take a look at yourself. How much did you give to your child as far as support? Some of you were like, I gave all I can give. And that's great. But let's, maybe 300% doesn't look like you working quite so hard, but just working a little smarter and regrouping and changing your approach. I know for me, I know the things that I need to pinpoint to be on top of. Things that she used to be able to handle on her own very easily that she's struggling with right now. And because she's in seventh grade, she says, I got it. I can do it on my own. But you know what? She needs me to be alongside her. She needs me to be more proactive. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I encourage you guys to be straight with yourself. If there's something you can do to tighten things up, even if you just 
decide that every single day I'm going to say something encouraging to my child. Even if their grades aren't perfect, I'm going to hold them accountable and say something encouraging. I know that's one of my goals. You'll have your own goals. But whatever they are, now is the time to cement them in place. Put all the other things of this world out of your mind, the unrest, the uncertainty, the disappointment, any negativity actually, and let it be between you and your child and your progress. And be deliberate about that in the next few weeks, walking through the first part of the second semester of this year. The coronavirus is is affecting every little part of our nation and world differently now, isn't it? But one thing's the same. We all are doing the very best we can to roll with it. And I've seen so much resilience in so many individuals, not only in our kids, but in our parents, in our teachers, in our administrators and leaders. There are a lot of people doing wonderful things. And we can choose to focus on that. And I encourage you to do so. Yes, we're taking a minute to pause. Especially we did on the 6th of this month when we couldn't help but halt and stop and freeze once again and and just think, how am I going to walk forward from this? But then we do. We reach out to positive people. It might be that you reach out and get inspired by a positive post. It might be that you reach out and talk to a person that you haven't talked to before and connect. Now is the time to connect and get in touch with who you really are and who you really want to be. And that way you're going to raise a child that's going to be able to make wise wonderful choices, even in the midst of disappointment, frustration, and anger. Some of the adults that we're seeing today that are dealing with frustration and anger in such a disappointing way, it makes us feel like, oh, what a terrible example. But remember you, parent, you're the one that's the number one example for your child. You absolutely, whether you are teaching them just by talking or whether you're teaching them through actions, they're watching you and they're learning. And what they hear you say and how they hear you react is exactly the things that are going to be in their brain now and for years to come. So take on that responsibility and that challenge with Uh, a renewed confidence saying, that's great because I can control me. I can decide how I can influence my child. I can't control everything that goes on in this world, but I can certainly control what comes out of my mouth and the attitudes that I have. And that will make a big difference. So in this short podcast for whoever it is out there that needed to hear this, I just want you to be encouraged. And I'm still going to give you a solution-focused, inspired activity like I always do. It just wouldn't feel right if I didn't. And this time, what I want you to do is be intentional every single morning that you wake up, now and every morning. Be intentional about the type of person that you want to be. What's going to be your mood, your attitude, your, uh, your vibe? How are you going to approach situations? Wake up and choose 
to say, say, what is my intention today? What is the vibe that I'm going to bring into my space today, no matter what today brings? That's what I'd like you to do. And then see what a difference it makes. And I'd love for you to reach out and tell me how it goes. I saw a video today on LinkedIn, and I think I'm going to post it on my Instagram. And it was of a van that was sitting on a frozen lake. And there was a dog inside that van. And the owner was standing outside of the van trying to get the dog to come on out. Come on out. And that dog would creep up to the edge and look down and see what that dog knew was water. He's probably jumped in water a thousand times. And that dog was like, no, 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 no. I'm not about to jump in there. And the dog just backed up. And the owner had to slowly coax the dog along and pet the dog. And finally, she puts a blanket down on the ground. So the dog feels comfortable jumping down onto what he believes is a uh, body of water, but it's actually safe, frozen ice. And finally, the dog jumps down. And I absolutely loved that image. I actually sent it out to a lot of my colleagues because it spoke to me. First of all, it made me laugh, and that's great. But secondly, I'm thinking about that dog backing up and backing up. And that's the way I feel. I mean, I was like, I am that dog right now. I just want to say, oh, no, 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 no. I've walked into this before and I saw how it went. I'm opting out of this one, people. Back in bed, under the covers. (laughs) But no, I really need to be more like the owner. And I think we all can step into the role of the owner. And there's someone in our life that's backing up because of fear, backing up and not wanting to move forward. And you can be the one to say, you know what? Come on. It's okay. Let's step forward. Let's give this a shot. Let me, let me give you some steps to do so. Let me lay down and pave the way. Can you be that for someone today? Can you be that for yourself? If you want to see that post, head over to my Instagram. I'm going to put it up pretty soon. Share the focused mindset. Share dot the focused mindset, actually. And I'd love to see you over there. But for now, it's time for me to get going. And until next time, keep in touch and take care.